0: This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. While it's still the octave of Easter, the foes of the Catholic faith are on the move, as are the handful of decent bishops whose job it is to warn the faithful against the errors we're seeing in the world today promulgated in the church by those who should be serving her. Today I'm playing a little bit of a catch-up on Palm Sunday, Cardinal Burke released a letter to priests resisting heresy in the church, a letter which got absolutely no attention from anyone in the media. And then more recently, his friend Cardinal Mueller, who is frequently seen on this channel, gave an interview to an independent Catholic website where he talked about the true agenda of the modernists in the German synod. He described that agenda as one to destroy the church. Both are worth looking at because both of their statements apply to and should be brought to the attention of bishops, priests, and laity everywhere, because that agenda in Germany is the agenda for the modernists everywhere, regardless of what office they hold or even if they are merely influential laity. Our duty is to resist them, to cling to the true faith, reject their newfangled religion they're pushing on the church, and pass the authentic Catholic faith on to our families, to our friends, and our communities until such a time when sanity is restored to the church. Let's start with Cardinal Mueller who sat down with the proprietor of a Catholic blog called Catholic Conclave for an interview about the German Synodal Way. Now for those of you who might not know or if you took Lent off and of following the crisis in the Catholic Church and you may have forgotten some of the details, the bishops of the church in Germany have been having a parallel synod in their country that is not technically part of the synod on synodality that Francis is running for the whole church. The German synod has been going on since late 2019 or early 2020 and is focused on, what else, bringing the church, quote, up to date on the matters of the morality of the flesh, women's ordination, and all sorts of other ideas formally condemned by the church, but sought after by the church's secular adversaries. This is a secularization of the church. The German bishops have said they'll go alone to achieve their goals. They'll go it alone without the rest of the church. And they used the problem of bad priests who cause very real harm to the most vulnerable and youngest people in society as their excuse. Meaning that problem in the church that came to light in America in a very real way in Boston back in 2003. And is referred to here on this channel as the uh, Ted McCarrick problem since his name has become synonymous with that most evil and wicked problem in the church. Cardinal Mueller is asked about the German synodal way and how the bishops of Germany are using this problem in the church to functionally deconstruct the Catholic Church in Germany. And if it is true that the German bishops want to inflict their changes to the faith on the entire Catholic Church. His response is lengthy but not as long as Cardinal Burke's. So here is Cardinal Mueller's response to this quote, of course, promoters and supporters of the German synodal path do not want to separate themselves from the Catholic Church, but on the contrary, they want to become its locomotive. Their agenda has been known for more than half a century and is still that of the ZDK, the Central Committee of German Catholics. They are not the true representation of the German laity, but rather officials who have been fighting against priestly celibacy against the indissolubility of marriage and in favor of the ordination of women for decades. The truth is that in Germany, there has been a great instrumentalization of these sad events committed by some priests in order to introduce an agenda that existed before, and that has nothing to do with this tragedy. But on the other hand, the mainstream media in Germany do nothing but extol the changes in the doctrine promoted by the synodal path. For them, only the Frankfurt Assembly, which is sort of the ground zero of this problem in Germany, is good in the church. While everything else is vilified and the labels of conservative or uh, redacted are used, the majority of the German press is in favor of the synodal path not to improve the church, but to destroy it. It is no coincidence that they talk openly about cases of the Ted McCarrick problem, done by priests while remaining silent about those committed in sports, universities, or politics, where the, su- the percentage of these problems is even higher. Those who have always been against priestly celibacy and against the morality of the flesh as taught by the church have now found in the Ted McCarrick problem an instrument to destroy what they have always wanted to destroy, end quote. And that which they want to destroy is, of course, the church established by Jesus Christ, the Catholic Church. Cardinal Mueller later posits that the reason he was unceremoniously removed from his role serving Francis in the congregation for the doctrine of the faith is that now dicastery's prefect, meaning head who answers the pope directly, is because he would have stopped those efforts in Germany and parallel efforts in Belgium, France, the UK, and other places to use the synod on synodality as a blunt instrument to break the Catholic Church and change her morality to fit the desires of the secular world. It's an interesting article, and the entirety of it and the message of Cardinal Burke that I'm about to turn to now can both be found linked on my website at returntotradition.org. I would post links to them directly, but YouTube has recently instituted some, uh, what some are calling draconian rules, where they might block videos that have links like those posted by the content creator anywhere in them. So go to the website, whose address is in my little name tag thing at the bottom of the screen, and look for today's post to see it. My posts are free to see, by the way. No paywall on that website. Anyway, let's get to this. Cardinal Burke goes long periods without saying anything on the state of things and suddenly releases a flurry of statements in the form of either homilies, written letters, or interviews to give his thoughts on the events of the day. And today on that front is no different. This past Sunday, I brought to you his brief Easter message, and now I bring you what has, what really was his Palm Sunday message. And... It got no attention upon its release but is relevant here now a few days into the octave of Easter because Cardinal Burke is addressing this short letter you're about to hear to the good priests and bishops of Germany who are resisting the German Sonata Way, who stand against it. There are priests and bishops there who want the authentic faith taught, and the, there are plenty of la- the laity doing that as well. Now something to keep in mind during all of this, the activities of the German bishops are a more grotesque version of something we're seeing playing out in the entire Latin rite of the church. Every country in the Western world has asked through its synodal process that it was sanctioned by Rome for all the same things the German bishops are doing. How the bishops in those countries have responded is definitely different though. The difference here is that the bishops of Germany have decided to not wait for Rome's approval on this and are going to seek to end the moral teachings of the church on their own instead of waiting for Rome, despite Rome chastising them several times for wanting to go it alone, but not for asking for those things. But then recently, Francis gave his blessing to the German bishops during Lent, when he told them that they were being guided by the Holy Spirit in their work and that he would not intervene in any way. It's against that backdrop that we get this letter from Cardinal Burke to the good bishops and priests of Germany. It could very easily be addressed to every good bishops and priest of the universal church, who are keeping the faith and have no intention of going along with this abandonment of the morality of the church in favor of this, what can only be called a new religion, that Francis and figures close to him in the hierarchy keep saying that we have now, because they keep saying that. They say it to the media that we have a new religion, that the theology of the church changed after the council. Anyway, here's a letter from Cardinal Burke, quote, Reverend and dear brothers in Christ, you have been very much my prayers throughout the time since the beginning of the so-called Synodal Way. After the conclusion of the 5th Synodal Assembly on March 11th, last in Frankfurt, Maine, I have been praying for you most especially so that you remain faithful to the apostolic tradition, to the truths regarding faith and morals handed down to us by Christ in the Church, which we as priests are ordained to safeguard and promote. The faithful have never needed more than today's priests who announce to them the truth. Who bring them Christ above all in the sacraments, and who guide and govern them in the way of Christ. I can only imagine your profound sadness at the positions being taken by the assembly, including by the great majority of the bishops, which are directly opposed to what the church has always and everywhere taught and practiced. I share your sadness and experience the temptation to discouragement, which you no doubt also experience. At times such as these, which priests have experienced at other times in the history of the church, we must recall the promise which our Lord, who never lies and is always faithful to his promises, has made to us, when at his ascension he placed into our hands the apostolic mission, quoting our Lord, Behold, I am with you always to the close of the age. See Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. Taking to heart once again the mission and, Lord's, and our Lord's promise, we must soldier on. We must be his faithful fellow workers in truth. At times such as these, when even those who are bishops betray the apostolic tradition, faithful bishops, priests, consecrated persons, and lay faithful will necessarily suffer greatly precisely because of their fidelity. As we begin Holy Week, the week of our Lord's passion and death, and anticipate the Easter season, the time of his resurrection and ascension, let us take to heart his words to those who would be his disciples. If any man would come after me, Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. See Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. During these holiest of days, our Lord pours out from his glorious, pierced heart the strong graces of his victory over sin and death to strengthen us to be good, faithful, and generous disciples. During Holy Week and the Easter season, let us lift up the sacred heart of Jesus, especially through the Eucharistic sacrifice, the sufferings of his mystical body, the Church which is passing through a time of pervasive confusion and error with their fruits which are divisive, apostasy and schism. Let us always remember, especially when the suffering we endure seems too much to bear, that we are not alone, that Christ is alive in us, that divine grace, sanctifying and actual, is at work within us. Let us remember our Lord's words to his Virgin Mother and St. John the Apostle and Evangelist, with whom we stand mystically at the foot of the cross. Woman, behold thy son, behold thy mother. The mother of God is the mother of divine grace, and is in a special way the mother of priests, who in her divine Son bring countless graces to many souls. Our Lord's Virgin Mother is ever at our side, even as she lovingly instructs us, do whatever he tells you. One in heart with the Sacred Heart of Jesus through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we also ever enjoy the fellowship of all the saints who will never fail to assist us if only we call upon their intercession. In dark moments, let us not forget the reality and exhortation divinely spoken to us in the letter to the Hebrews. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, Let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. In closing, I assure of my union with you and of my daily prayers for you, Like the disciples on the road to Emmaus, we have been discouraged for a time before the mystery of iniquity. But now, with our eyes fixed on our risen Lord and his unchanging teaching, may our hearts be renewed in ardor by his grace. I urge you to be close to our Lord, who has chosen us to be his brothers in the holy priesthood, and to be close to one another in pure and selfless love of the Church, his mystical body, and in the suffering offered, for the sake of love of him and of our brothers and sisters for whom we have been ordained as true shepherds. Please remember me in your prayers. With deepest fatherly affection I impart to you and to our Lord's flock in your priestly care my blessing. Signed, Cardinal Raymond Leo Burke, Palm Sunday, 2023. End lengthy quote. (laughs) And when you see or hear that letter, you understand why I got... No attention in the Catholic press or from non traditional Catholic commentators. It's a direct attack on the process of distorting or changing the church's teachings on the toughest subjects of our time. And it's a direct attack on it by telling them to, the priests here, to simply stay the course, keep the faith. And all of that runs right up against everything going on in Rome right now, not just in Germany or Belgium, but Rome itself and quite frankly, the chancery offices of many dioceses in the U.S. and across the Latin West of the church in general. There is a schism happening right now, and it's been going on for decades. On the one side, you have those who want to change the church into simply another arm of the secular authority, and have the church endorse pretty much every evil value and program of the secular world. On the other side are those who want the Catholic faith, the same Catholic faith that our great-grandparents had, that the saints had, Going back to the time of the Apostles, what we're seeing now is this schismatic tendency of the modernists coming into full view for everyone in the church and both Cardinals Burke and Mueller are speaking against, as best they can anyway. They are encouraging good priests and bishops to resist the evils we see in the church today, which unfortunately have gotten blessings from Rome to continue. So, with all that said, I'm curious what you think about this story. Is it entirely too predictable that both of these messages from these two bishops will go unheeded and ignored by Catholic media? Is it too little, too late? Well, amount to nothing, since, quite frankly, they both refuse to admit that the revolution in the church didn't start at Vatican II, but it really took shape there, which they both still defend entirely. Let me know what you think in the comments, please. And remember, you can find these pieces linked in my show notes today at returntotradition.org, which is a good backup place to follow my work anyway. And like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. Share this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.